Welcome to the Shelter Footycast. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, taking you through all the big stuff in the AFL of the week gone by and coming up ahead. Skeeter, we've got a Patreon now, mate. Are you excited? I've never heard the term Patreon, but I'm on board with you, Scoey. If you take me to the promised land, I'm there. VIP content, discounts, and much more. Backchatstudios.com.au to sign up as a VIP. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yes, thank you very much, Southern River Band boys. Shelter Footycast live from Backchat Studios. Mark Reddings, Will Schofield, Skeeter. How are you, mate? Scoey, going very well. Um, I'm officially home alone. My family's arrived in London, so... Uh Let's just be honest, the, the food's going to go downhill a fraction. Might uh, just jump into a couple of shelters uh, before so the weekend. What, and- is, what has gone on here? So so Alex was telling my wife was actually telling me this, because uh, we use one of your beautiful daughters to babysit our kids sometimes. She said, oh, they're going to Europe. Yeah, they're going. I said, well, Skeet, as far as I know, he's hosting the Shelter Footycast, and then he's going to Lords in a couple of weeks. So you've just sent them off preambled them off. Well, this was a 2020 trip or 2021 during COVID, which they had to delay um, during the footy season, as you would yes. know, although you do get away more than most. Uh, that the, <laughs> There is a period in from April to September where you try and be in town as much as possible because yes. that's when we've got a fair bit of work on. So I'm going in about a week or so, but yeah, I'll be home alone. Will your family be over there? Oh, they're over there. You're meeting them over there? I'll though. meet them over there in right. Paris after the Lord's Test I thought they were match. coming back when you were just... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. I have got some sort of uh, a connection with the family. So yeah, Home Alone might have a couple of extra shelters, a couple Perfect. of bourbons, and might even sneak in just the odd, odd dart. <laughs> just on the way through. You know? You've said that because you know everyone's on the plane right now. They're not listening to this episode. Okay, very good. Follow us on socials, Shelter Footycast. Fair bit going on over there at the moment. Watch us on YouTube if you are. Make sure you subscribe to the Backchat Studios YouTube page. Skeeter, as always, will go through our bottom art roughy of the week uh, today. I hope you sort it out this week, mate. <laughs> I'm going shine in both oh, tipping and my yeah. bottom art. Well, correct. Uh, it'd be nice for you to tip a roughy this week. Just um, tip a winner. Don't worry about roughy, just a winner. Is Sydney playing this week? That maybe you could retire a buddy again. Direct <laughs> direct people. Uh, yeah, so anyway. Uh, froth.town, uh, you know what to do there. Uh, froth Town coming up. Uh, we'll get your tickets down there. We've got some giveaways to give away for Froth Town in a couple of weeks, Skeeter. Some free tickets, some free beers. And Free and we are here suddenly. Uh, Free and beers and yeah, your bang. ears perk right up, Skeet. Uh, it is Thursday. It is a preview for round 14. Let's get into it. Tribunal. Uh, I feel like this is like a weekly occurrence. We kind of talk about the players that are challenging and then we talk about the players that got done or got off. What is going on? Well, what's going on is that Ryan Mansell is going to challenge tonight at the Appeals Tribunal, the yes. Richmond bloke who got done for three weeks for uh, bumping carelessly, an I suppose, into a, James Ace. An interesting case there because he basically said at the first tribunal, I don't even know the difference anymore, first tribunal, the Appeals Tribunal, yeah. the MRO, the MRP, uh, he basically said it wasn't even a bump. It, it was a... You know, just an altercation effectively out in the field. Well, they're both going for the footy. He yeah. turned his body probably to protect himself. You had him giving evidence on that front. You had uh, Dan Butler saying that if he didn't chase down uh, and tackle Nick Blakey, he'd be dropped by Ross Lyon. How good is that evidence? That's a great evidence. I, yeah. I saw that. That That is... Oh. 
if he was just speaking from his heart, great. But in my experience, they would have come up with Word that. him up. Yeah. I reckon that's about as good as it gets. Perfect. It's like I can't do my job. I can't do my job. I'm going to lose my livelihood if I don't do what I've just done. Absolutely. So that was great evidence. And, and of course, Sicily, he won't hear his case until next week. What do you mean? Well, Hawthorne has a buy, which I, I'm not sure if this is actually resonating with you, but players get the four or five days off or whatever it is. That's so, fine. So he's had the case, whether it's the, the tribunal or whether it's the Hawthorne Footy Club has requested this case to be heard next week. That's how it's playing out. And you, you let, still look dumbfounded. Well, let me tell you why um, it means something to me. And it might not mean something to you, Skate. And that's Fantasy why, teams? You know, it doesn't have anything to do with smoking or drinking oh, or hang punting. On. So it may not register on your brain. Oh, smoking, <laughs> give me a break. Just, I have one every... You know. I'm just yes, obviously right. hamming it up. I'll say it again. There's there's over three hundred thousand fantasy teams in this country. Don't don't scoff, right? It is becoming a legitimate stakeholder in the game. People make trades over the buyers, right? No one knows what James Sicily is doing. There'll be fantasy players out there listening to me right now. It's a big moment in the season for fantasy teams out there, right? And no one knows if he's going to be playing the week after. Well, here's a bit. Here's, here's some advice. I'm, I'm you can't tell me it doesn't matter. I'm tipping he's going to go not from three to zero. I'm tipping the best result he'll get is maybe a downgrading and get right. a week or two. So, so I, I think if you're advice. a fantasy okay. uh, player, Thank you. not that I give a flying toss about it, but if you're a fantasy <laughs> player, maybe just factor in that he might not play in the next game. But I find it, it absurd that they've pushed it to Monday. Just do it. Because of your fantasy set, set up. No, um, but, what are we doing here? Just, how about hold, how about just hold it now and just get it done? Yeah, I've done some homework, by the way. You know there have been thirteen thousand four hundred and or five hundred and seventy-eight tackles this year. Have you been counting? Twenty-eight <laughs> was cited by the match review officer as being dangerous, of which twenty-five charges were sustained, or yes. a percentage of zero point one eight four. Yes. That's just one in under five hundred. So the tackle, and I'll be honest here, wasn't my research, which no, might surprise you. Yeah, I just saw that Andrew Wu, well. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Andrew Wu, shout out to you. Uh, but I thought that's good. If he's added up those tackles, he's got he's done well. Well, that's fine. Um, I don't think you would have added them up. <laughs> no, but but so Dan read this to me as well. That the point, and and I said, well, what's what's the point of that? Is that is that saying well the tackle's not dead and only twenty eight have been dangerous? Is that the point? I think it's you saying know? that these incidents are infrequent in terms of the number of tackles that are laid in a game. But I, I, I use that this morning on radio only to highlight because I'm banging on about the. The way the game's been adjudicated. Actually, I did read an article in the Herald Sun yesterday, and it goes this whole the tackling, pinning the arms, sling, whatever you want to call it. I think it, or, the origins go back to a tackle laid on Paddy Dangerfield by Sean Burgoyne. Yep, I think. I remember that in a final? I'm not sure if it was a final, but certainly it was down at Geelong. Um, I think there might have been a thousand dollar fine incurred for Burgoyne. But Hawking saw that as, as a bit of a defining moment as to where the tackle is going and the suspension or the penalties that come from it. So it's been two or three years in the making. Again, read this in the Herald Sun, which we get a lot of info elsewhere. But this is one that I thought, yeah, this this is where it emanates from, that, that tackle laid on danger all those years ago. I would say the 28 tackles, I would just like to know at this point last year how many of these dangerous tackles were labelled. That's what's relevant. It's not relevant how many compared as a ratio to the total tackles. We're seeing, I guarantee there's more this year than there was last year. I don't know the exact numbers. And Has there been a change in the rules in that 12-month period? Well, that's what I wanted to speak. I'll, I'll take on board that it started with the Dangerfield tackle, but yep. I, I would like to probably raise you and say this has come to proper fruition through the legalities and the litigation against the AFL. 100%. They're trying to protect themselves against 
getting sued. Like we we can't avoid this, can we? I mean that that's what's happening. They, yeah. they don't want people getting their heads knocked. Can I ask, can I say ask and this is legally it'll get shot down? But say you're you're an up and coming player or you've just joined a club. Is there a place where now you can, from the AFL's perspective, put in not a disclaimer, but certainly. A legal document, mm. so a bit like when you go on a ride at, at say, SeaWorld or an adventure park, about the, the dangers that... I would say it's the opposite. I would say you have to sign a contract, and within that contract with the AFL, it says, you know, you can't you can't do that, you can't sue us. Well, yeah, well exactly. I, I would say, yeah. A disclaimer of that description to... Is that, is that in, I mean, you signed an AFL contract. Did I read it dot point, dot point? No, I didn't. No, but that's become a, a critical factor now, yeah, hasn't correct. it? correct. So, look, I, I think overall... Everyone's still lacking clarity because Dan Butler gets off, right? And I and so I he should have. So he should have, correct. But I think Sicily should have borderline got got off as well, and he gets three weeks. That's so the one that's big, causing a lot of noise in Melbourne. Big disparity mm. between Dan Butler, nothing to say here, and there is a difference. I'll tell you the difference. And again, I, I, I'm trying to ask the question to various people: Is it the is it the action or is it the result? It's now, the result. Initially, is, Stephen Hawking said it's the action. It's but not. It, but it's clearly been well. Here, here it is. The action that produced a two-week suspension for Will Day earlier yes. this year, the player concern played on. I've got the yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm confused because you're right. The result now is being taken. If if McCluggage isn't concussed, how many weeks does uh, Sicily get? I've got the perfect example. Right, uh, you're a wrestling fan. Not huge. You can think tell that. about wrestling moves where they pick them up and they spin them around and they throw them down and slam them down. Think about if James Sicily did that. Right, pick someone up above his shoulders. Spun him around, 360, slammed him, but his head misses the ground, right? His head just misses the ground. He lands on his chest and he just jumps up and all good. That's not getting three weeks, but that's a dangerous tackle. So Why that, is it getting three weeks? I said it's not getting three weeks. What's it getting? Zero. That, that's not getting any weeks. If he, if he, if he th- spins him around, like, gets his jumper and he's wheeling him around like a shot put, like a hammer throw, throws him, and he just lands on the ground on his hands and knees oh. and jumps, run, runs off and all good. I guarantee you he wouldn't get three weeks. As opposed to if he hits, head hits so the ground. So that says it's the result. It's not the action. Yeah, but do you see the examples I've given you? The action, for instance, here's one, which we don't know what the answer was because they never went to, to the tribunal. But Liam Duggan on Taylor Adams, I the can't tackle. they didn't go to the tribunal. Uh, exactly. Um, Adams played on. So how does he get a week? Is it the action or is it the result? That's my, my question, which I don't think there's clarity on that. Um, and look, we understand the reasons. How did West Coast not go to the tribunal with that? Did we no, speak about that? Yeah, we, we know we went to hospital. I agree, totally. I was very strong on that. Just as I was about the Dan Butler one. Um, yeah, we're no, we're no wiser. We're frustrated. I think players are frustrated. Coaches, you hear them, they're frustrated. No, there's no clarity. That's the problem. Yeah. And whatever it is, if they just came out and said black and white, you hit your head, you get three weeks, I reckon you'd be actually happier than what's going on right now. And, and I don't think people know what's going on. Let's move on a different topic. Just out this morning... Um, Daniel Rich, Jack Gunston of the Brisbane Footy Club, who we've been quite critical of, well, I certainly have, and you, you have to a point away from home, been really poor. Daniel Rich, Jack Gunston, both leaders at Brisbane, apparently, um, reports say, and Chris Fagan has said it, so I guess it's happened. They've gone to Chris Fagan Monday and said, our form isn't good enough. We don't want to be selected in the senior team. Our, our form does not warrant us to be selected in this team. And so... They've come out today and said they won't be picked and they'll, they'll be out of the side for the foreseeable future. Yeah, well, the, the first question, I, I mean, let's be honest, 
Daniel Rich um, has had a bit of an interrupted season and, and mm. there's you know, father time might be catching up with him. And Gunson hasn't been playing good footy for a while. But surely the coach can... Yeah, it's a really strange one. I don't know if you've ever been in a case where players have gone to a coach to say, and they certainly, imagine if, if, if all the players out of form at the Eagles went to Simo at the moment, they'd be completely cooked. <laughs> but never. But yeah, have you seen cases so, like this before where never. players have gone to a coach and say, I'm not playing good never. enough footy to justify? Do you, do you reckon they consulted each other before this? I think, um, and, I, and I'll talk about Tom Jonas in this same breath yeah. as well, the captain of the footy club at Porto, they can't get in the team. I'll stay with Brisbane and Rich and Gunston. I, I think it's it's weak messaging. I, I think it's it's an easy way out. I think it's uh, moved towards this. Oh, we've got to protect the players. We're going to look after their image, and we're going to look after the footy club, and we think it'll look better. So, if- so hang on. So you're saying that instead of just the- drop them, mate. Exactly. So instead of you're saying, coaches said, uh, boys, instead of you walking away. I don't think you're playing great footy. Let's put you as omitted. What? Why should Daniel Rich and Jack Gunson going to the head of the? Football, like the the, the coach, and saying, saying oh, "Why I don't can't think the coach well enough?" How about Chris Fagan goes, "Hey, boy, he's not playing it well enough. Spend some time in the quaffle." That, that's a, as I was walking out of six PR this morning. I, I was thinking the same thing. How come the coach isn't making this? It's decision? because they're trying to protect those two players because they're senior players. Hey, if you're Brisbane, hats off to. It's uh, a statement, isn't yeah. it? If you drop two senior players, isn't that a, a right. statement I, to them? A I, statement that that we we don't just give players a game because of the their reputation because of the number of games they play within a football club. So if you put yourself into Brisbane, yeah. I think it's a better message to be sending to the younger players, to the team that's not going that well. Yeah, the top four, but away from home, they're out of form. These two guys are not playing well. Drop them and drop them publicly. Say, Daniel Rich. You don't have to publicly slam. So look, they're not playing good footy, but they they need to go back. That's how footy goes, mate. Get themselves... uh, Yeah, exactly. I can speak to the most experienced West Coast history. I say it all the time. How many times have you dropped, you reckon? I was the most dropped player in West Coast history. That's not a joke every time I say that. That's a fact. There's never been a more dropped player than me. So I know what it's like to be dropped. And that's fine. That's how footy goes, mate. I wasn't consistent enough. My form, you know, at times I didn't agree with the coaches, but that's all right. Like, get on with it. I think it's I think it's weak. I really don't like it at all. I, I, I'd, I'd like to argue with you, but I, I agree. The coach should have made that call. He, If they knew they're out of form, how come the coach didn't say, boys, in fact, no. That, I, that continues that. on. Chris Fagan's under pressure. A lot of pressure, what I said on Monday. I think that puts him under more pressure. Not good enough. Tom Jonas. Uh, well, I watched Ken Hinckley's press conference on Monday. I was pissing myself laughing. I was doing a live cross with Fox footy. And I don't know what's coming up before me usually. And Ken's face came on. And someone asked him about Tom Jonas not being in the team. And he said something along the lines of, yeah, Tom's, Tom's fighting away really well in the, in the sample. He's just waiting for his opportunity. He's putting together some good games. You know, hopefully the opportunity comes up like it did for Burton this week. Like a kid. Ken, it's the captain of your footy club. What are you talking about? Like, I, again, I, I said, well done, Ken Hinckley. You know, clap your hands for just avoiding what's going on there. But... The captain of your footy club doesn't need to go back into the um, sample and find some form. He was best on ground last week, by the way. I'll, I'll have you. So, so, what, so, so what do you Tom think Jonas it, was the best player on the ground. So what's your theory? I know they're playing great footy. I don't, which have, is, which I don't is have a theory, but it's certainly not, well, the selection squeeze is too great. You can't get your captain back into the side. Like, and, is it and a bad then, look? Um, it's a difficult position to be in, right? Mm. Because he's the captain, and I don't think you take the captaincy off him. Um but if you're getting best on in the state league competition, that gets you a game no matter what team it is. Just think about, you know, whoever, the good sides. If you're the captain Put you in the and squad, you're the leader, you in, yeah. that's, for, that's not for no reason, right? That's the, you don't 
become captain of an able side because you're you try hard or you're a leader, you're a good player, and you've done it for a long time, and you're usually quite consistent. So if you do find yourself, he was out of the side because he got reported, and then he's been in the sample, and you're best on ground, you're back in the team, no matter be. what. No, mine. I agree. Uh, look, the only other example I can point to, and it's going back uh, a bit further than you well, probably remember, was yeah. at the West Coast Eagles. Uh, going back, Mick Malthouse uh, dropped Steve Malaxis as Sorry. captain um, before a final against Collingwood from memory. And this, that, that was sounds, huge. And that sounds outrageous. That sounds outrageous at, at the time. Now, whether that was a statement as to what was going to happen moving forward or not, but yeah, it has happened, but so infrequently. It's a, it is bizarre. I have to say, I totally agree. A bloke that um, is in form, given what he's produced at SANFL level, but still can't find his way back into the side of which he is captain. Um, well, Ken Hinckley, if it, if it pans out the way you're, uh, yeah. you're a genius. Hats off, you go and win the flag, but I just I found it humorous talking about going and... Very hard to criticise Port, though, at the moment. Oh, absolutely. And I'm, I don't even know if I'm criticising them. I just find it funny. It's strange, like, the messaging coming out. Uh, at Stephen Cornelio was dropped as captain in 2020 when yeah. we were in the hub. Uh, in that year, did they strip him of a captain? Tell you what, he's playing a lot better footy now, though. Yeah. He's clearly injured. He yeah. was clearly injured back then. He's back back to exactly what we know him to be. Uh, anyway, there's some issues around the AFL for you, Skate. Uh, Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, Shelter Footycast. Thank God West Coast have got the buy this week. <laughs> don't have to talk about this absolute basket case. Seriously, I'm getting a bit sick and tired of what's rolling out of that. Well, moment. I didn't bring it up this morning on radio, but I've got a bit of a chance here. There was some discussion on footy classified about priority picks, and, and there was a bit of debate. And didn't I bring this up? Start the might end? have been. And you shot me down, which is fair Yeah, enough. and look, Eddie Maguire even said, and you would have thought he, he would have not been uh, at least engaging the idea or sort of giving the idea any any merit, he sort of is leaning towards, not this year, but if they have another bad year in 2024, that they could qualify for a priority pick, which, look, I, I can't see it happening, just given they've won a flag 2018, that they're going to be given that luxury, given the Tim Kelly draft picks they gave up. But the fact that it's been discussed um, mm. at, you know, albeit media level, is fascinating, and that would that would bring. I reckon it'd bring the entire AFL fandom to <laughs> blow up. Yeah, mate, it would. I don't think, I don't think it's happening. But you know, um, Eddie's point being that West Coast is, is such a powerful side in the competition. He, he even said that going back to when Carlton was struggling, he said, "Look, forget about supporting the Giants and the Gold Coast. We need to make sure Carlton, as much as we hate them, as, as Collingwood does, <laughs> yeah. we need them to be." up near the top of the ladder and competing because for the competition financially, yeah. it becomes so much more profitable. Mark Duffield wrote an interesting article for Code Sports about West Coast selling the side, basically, selling the team. Um, I, f- I found it interesting. You don't have to agree with it. No, exactly. It's well, it, That happens in the NRL. We know that certainly American sporting franchises and, and in the EPL... Is there private ownership in the AFL? Is that a stupid question to ask? A are teams privately owned in the AFL? Not to my knowledge. Right. Uh, now, I, I stand correct. I, I, no, it, it's under the but AFL. I mean, but, but I mean, West Coast is kind of... Owned by the commission. Yeah, which is, for me, like pseudo-private ownership, isn't it? I mean, I know the commission isn't a person, but it is a body. Yeah. I think we might need uh, Travis Kelsey to start coming out of the woodwork here because when it comes to ownership in, uh, in team sport, we know about overseas, but uh, I'm not sure that... Travis Kelsey and <laughs> Do you want the microphone over there, Jaden? Because you, you're having a look at what, what's going on I, over I, there. Because you didn't quick, press the button. No, I didn't press the button. I had a quick look. There were, I had a quick Google. Apparently, there were experiments. Remember, just before you finish, remember I'm, what last time you had a Google? I'm very aware of what happened tell last me. time. <laughs> tell, tell me. Um, there were experiments with private owners at clubs like the Sydney Swans and Brisbane, but 
uh, none of it lasted. Did, did Edelson actually own the club? That, that, that's going back to the early 90s. Either way, there was, I think Mike Willis, he might have been involved. So, yeah, that, that probably does spring to mind as, as one example. Brisbane, I can't recall, but certainly, I, you know what? I think, you know, love Duff. I don't mind the idea. It throws it out there. It's a discussion point. I, I don't think off the back of the West Coast Eagles having troubles as they are now translates into let's sell the farm in that case. Okay. Um, that's enough oxygen for West Coast this week. Let's have a break. They need a break. We need a break. <laughs> let's move on to Fremantle. GWS play them Saturday at Giant Stadium. I reckon four weeks ago or three weeks ago when Frio start moving, you look at this game, you're like, no worries. I think this is a... 50-50 yeah, game. Oh, is it a 50-50? Yeah, I do. I do, because Sean Darcy's not playing. Mm. And I think he's massive. I think we've seen that against Richmond last week, albeit maybe you know, there's no nank to, to take advantage or really uh, no. strangle them around he's the ground. important player, though. Uh, Sarong's with a bit of that ankle injury. Frederick didn't train yesterday. Um, yeah, so there's a, I think there's a couple of doubts. And let's be honest, the Giants, although they beat North Melbourne last week, no, no great shakes, I mean, apart from Collingwood, they haven't been blown out of the water. They've been really competitive. So I think at the very least, Fremantle will have to produce some pretty good footy to win at Giant Stadium. GWS can't defend. That's what I learnt um, last week, watching them against North Melbourne quite closely. And that's fine. Um, you know, sides have sort of done that. But I think against anyone with any quality, they'll get ripped apart. And I, I, I know they've been competitive. I know all that. But I expect Freo to win this and win this quite well. Um, this will be... Uh, you know, it'll be a bounce-back game for them after their game against Richmond. I, I do expect Freo to win this game, and I don't think it's going to be a tight one, Skeeter. And it's on the back of GWS's defence. Yeah, OK. Well, having said that, the question is who plays on Toby Green? We know that Luke Ryan had the job on Dusty last week. He was a told- good job. Was did, that? He did a pretty good yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, but I think... And I spoke to him last night, actually, on, on radio. So he should have steered away from... Confirming that he probably got told he shouldn't have said that. Yeah, maybe last week. But he also said that the Giants have got a couple extra tools that that might facilitate him going elsewhere. But uh, whether whether it's a Brandon Walker to try and you got to play, you got to play. You don't need speed for Toby Green. Um, Well, you need you need a few tricks, and you think of their their defenders, and there's you know obviously there's no Pierce, it's not Cox, um, it's not Ryan. Although Ryan does, It, it needs to be a tight checking defender. So look, Ethan Hughes has been spending time on the wing. I don't think it's Ethan Hughes. I've I, I got to say it's Luke Ryan. Yeah. Because with Toby Green, he's not, you know, he's 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 fast, but he's not quick. He's a he's a runner. He's a jumper. He's a hard worker. You've got to be really fit to play on him. And having a bit of size on him. And a bit of body. Allows you to body him up. Whereas Brandon Walker, I feel at times gets pushed off the ball. I don't think that's easily. a good matchup. So I don't think that'll be. It could be Luke Ryan. Look, we could see stages where they mix and match on him a little bit. I'd be putting someone pretty hard on him. What he does, I uh, spoke about it last week, he has such an influence on games. You'd want to be shutting uh, him down since round nine. GWS have won the clearance count by seven per game, ranked first in the last uh, five weeks. Yeah, they're doing some good things. Yeah. I know you sort of, it sounds like you're not really rating them defensively, which which you've said. But I, yeah, I think they've been, under Adam Kingsley, I think they're having a, a decent season. As I said, they're, they're highly competitive. They've beaten by Richmond by by a kick. They've, they've won some close ones. They've lost some really tight games. Um, I'm glad, glad to see Toby Bedford, who's come from Melbourne. He looks Johnson. good. Looks good play. Played yep. seven games this year. Uh, his last couple of games, 19 disposals, a couple of goals, and I think uh, kicked a goal against Richmond the week before that. So, um, kid from Fitzroy Crossing in WA, um, I think he's he adds a little bit of sparkle to their side. And Cornelio, we've talked about him today. He's getting, like, they've got some of their better players uh, playing good footy. In the end, uh, look, Frio aren't in the eight. 
So it's not like they're world beaters yet. Uh, they've never won at Giant Stadium either. I'm picking Frio. You're picking. I'm picking the Giants just to. I'll give you a rough. I'll give you a bottom up roughie of the week if you in want. this game. I'll give it to you if you want. If you want it, unless you got something better for me. I've got not much. You know that. I'll, I'll, I'll look. That the odds are even. Nah, I'm not giving it. Well, to hang you. on. Nah, I'm you not giving it. You can't just open the open the Christmas tree. Put nah. the Christmas tree up. And nah, not. I'm not. You got to work hard on that skater. You pick GWS. I pick Frio. It's an even oh, game. Bad luck. So uh, <laughs> that's how, that's our Western Australian sides done and dusted. West Coast have a breather. Frio get up and beat Skater on the line. Oh. Uh, Will Schofield, Murray, <laughs> Shelter Footy Cup. Buyers, to, I mean, you know, yeah, Sydney are playing this week, so you can do something around, buddy, if you like. Buyers, Adelaide, Collingwood, yeah, Warfare, half its competition, Essendon, Melbourne. Uh, there is a Thursday night game, though, Skeeter, which I do like, and we like that. Yeah, we do, like cause, Thursday yeah, because after Thursday night, I'll be watching the Ashes because some of the footy's been poop. When does that start? Friday Time night. Wise. Friday night, six Ashes. o'clock. Edgbaston, weather twenty six degrees. Mate, it's you shelter it, city. You? I do, you and I, you, you love your UFC, and I know yeah. you, you you're going on a trip to to cover the boxing, and yeah. not sure if you're What's wrong got, with that. I don't know how much knowledge you've got on boxing. Do we talk? Do we talk about everything I have knowledge on? Do we? Well, you're pretty quick to tell us what you do know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, 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 we're going with KO to Gold, Gold Coast to yeah. cover the Tim Zoo um, Ocampo fight. No, yeah, okay. I just, I just, it's, it's surprised me. Well played to you. You can tune in on main event if you like, Skater. <laughs> really good. Scully, uh, you're a genius. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> Very good. Port Adelaide v Geelong Thursday night, Skater. You can enjoy that one. Port Adelaide 10 in a row. Serious flag contenders. It's at Adelaide Oval. It's not at home. It's going to be a really great It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game tonight. What are you, smir- what are you smirking? What do you say? It's Port Adelaide. It's not at home. I don't know. Anyway, Geelong's on the road. But they, uh, they get some big names back. Duncan, Dangerfield, Holmes. Um, that's important. Yeah, Dun- Dun- Duncan has for a while. Yeah, he's a- his record in the side when they when he plays is is amazing. I mean, Geelong's definitely in the conversation to win this game. It's not a oh, lay down yeah. at Port Adelaide, is it? But no, it's I think very so. hard to tip against Port Adelaide. Yeah, I've, I've tipped against them too many times, and and I I've struggled to come up with a reason why they can't continue their form. And you know, we trust them at the moment, and until they prove us otherwise, we saw that with Collingwood. On the King's birthday match, they looked. You know, someone said they had some flu floating around the place, but you, you, well, I trusted them until you couldn't trust them. But I think that was a real blip, and I think Port Adelaide deserve that uh, the honour to be going in as favourites. Uh, albeit, I, I, I think this will be this is a really stern test for them against a team that that win against the Bulldogs. They're just starting to just tick along the way we know the Cats have done for the last five to ten years. Port Adelaide have played eight games against top eight sides this year, most of any team. They've won six, lost two, and Geelong has won three of their last four at Adelaide Oval. The only defeat was against Port Adelaide in the 2021 qualifying final. Uh, We've spoken about the ins and outs. I'm picking Geelong. How about that? Yeah, well, I'll pick Port Adelaide, so I'll be... Geelong at 250. Do I got a roughie of the week there? No, well, hang on. You can. This is where I'm a bit more generous than you. So if they're 250, they've got to win by, and I'll work this out, um, as, as a line because there's not too many games in fact there's very few options mm, for a sort of roughie just having a look at it yeah so I will say you have to win by uh, 12 no, no less than that uh, it's, it's $3 I'll just have the win okay no you know $2.45 doesn't constitute a roughie okay, so under your world f- so you've got to win points. by more than 7 points no worries yeah, I'll take that's, that's, good, that. that's not bad that's my bottom art roughie of the week Skeeter well done so um, even match against GWS and Freya what does that mean you have to win by to get the 3 bucks because I said I might give it to you. Yeah, but you haven't given me... So, hang on. So, you're giving me the, the yeah, Giants, Yeah, but you eh? have to give me a margin. Okay. And I'm tipping the Giants, am I? Bottom Art, roughy of the week. Start your footy weekend at Bottom Art. Grab your shelters where Bottom Art has you covered. I'll give you 
GWS as a roughie, but you've got to give me a big margin. It hasn't, hasn't got the. It's only got minus one and a half at a dollar ninety, and there's no other. Well, uh, you've prices. done enough punting in your life. Just give me. Oh, it have to be. They're not going to four win goal by, win. No, they're not going to win by four goals. That's about five dollars. That's six dollar price. Okay, so give me a price. Give me a no. I'll do another game. I'll find another game. I'm not going to be. <laughs> I'm not going to be seduced Seriously. by your stupidity. Oh god! Oh, I'm more generous than you. Shut up, Skater. <laughs> Brisbane v Sydney Friday at the Gabba. Yeah, Brisbane will probably win this. They're yep. good back home. Um, back at the Gabba, prime for a win. Uh, got some news. Hearing some little rumours. My boy Jack Buller. I mentioned this Monday. What play? I got. I, I got a feeling he might be playing Skater Jack Buller. Which uh, West Coast fans playing along at home? He was the man that you could have taken with your second pick if you had another list spot. He uh, kicked five in the VFL last week, and I think he could be playing against Brisbane at the Gabba in his AFL debut. So, and now excuse because uh, the teams haven't been released, but obviously Buddy's right to go, and Logan McDonald. Yeah, but they've been playing um, the big Ruckman. Uh, they've been playing Amadi. They've also been playing McLean. So they've gone tall. I don't know. I think I think that maybe they they could look to make a little bit of a change there as well. They've been playing tall. Yeah, we'll put it this way. We saw it with Marrick at the West Coast Eagles last week. What's the point of bringing in a yeah. mid-season draft if, if you're in that? You know, if you're top top side, which few teams have been. I mean, involved Sydney in. need to change up what they're doing. Totally. So that, it, to me, it, it makes logical sense that they they give this kid a look. Um, Twenty-two years of age in a game that, that means something. And, and obviously, okay, let's see, up against one of the quality sides at the Gabba. If, you, if he can have a good game at the Gabba, that's a, a massive tick next to his name. Sydney have not beaten a top eight side this year, which, you know, coming from a grand final, it's a fair drop from there. Zorko comes back. Uh, that's not a good sign for them either. McCluggage, of course, will miss after the Sicily tackle. Sydney, yeah, I think not too many changes. They need to change things up a little bit as well. I don't see Sydney getting close in this game. No, Brisbane right. at the Gabba. No, I agree with you. Happy with it? Yeah, we just can't tip against Brisbane up there, which is a against a sad indictment of what they've produced at the MCG. We've been through that a thousand times. Um, I'm tipping them, and this will get. Can I put my bottle mark roughly here to win by more than fifty? More than fifty. Which which it's two dollars sixty to win by more than forty points. Right. So, so fifty points plus bottle mark roughly Brisbane. Uh, you know, let's be honest, Sydney's not not. You know, still playing some half decent footy, and Brisbane. At the Gabba, so that, that constitutes three points. Yep, it'll be another week you don't get it right, so that's fine. You can do whatever you like, really. Bottom up, rough here the week. Richmond v St Kilda, Saturday, Elegant MCG, prick. Trent Cotchin's 300th. So I think that's worth a mention. Um, More than a mention. Yep. I mean, you think of what Richmond has over its year and over its uh, journey and, and history. Uh, Jack Dyer, arguably the, their greatest ever ever figure, but they've had some, some rippers, but... Cochin, who led them as a captain out of the wilderness after, you know, 30, 40 years of, of no flag. Three-time premiership three captain. Three-time premiership captain. Brownlow medalist. Brownlow medalist. Um, started off um, as had some injuries, ankle injuries early in his career, a real ball winner. I think slightly underrated when you think of, you know... Brownlow medalist. No, no. I know Brownlow medalist. And that, that, that came about because of the Joe yeah, Watson. No, I, I agree with you. I, I think he's slightly underrated. So he's been a super leader. He'll he'll be Hall of Fame. I mean, you think of, of that Richmond lineup and he and him and Revolt um, probably bowing out at the end of this year. There's You'd a fair chance. So. Yeah. They're starting to swap jumpers during games. Yeah, so you, you know, that's, you know <laughs> exactly. That's a fair, fair call. Uh, so off the off the back of that, yeah, congratulations to him. He's been, you know, he's copped a bit of heat over the journey. Like, Remember when he won the toss and they kicked against the kicked against the breeze against Port Adelaide in the final and Richmond with a laughing stock and he was he was there but I think he's been outstanding so and off the back of that 
you have said this before, the Richmond lift for milestone games, and this is this is going to be a special occasion That's a for very them. good point. I was going to pick against Richmond. MCG as well, I they're think. They're the favourites, Richmond, what they'll able to do against Frio. But we've seen a bit this year off the uh, Perth trip, which is hilarious because mm. West Coast and Frio are always off the Perth trip. But I think we've seen some sluggishness out, True. out of the Collingwood box Collingwood most recently. That's correct. So I was going to pick St Kilda, but you've just reminded me Richmond, Richmond and Geelong because they're senior teams and those senior players of senior teams, players lift. Do Richmond have enough players that Cochin means enough to? I think they do. Yes. I'm going to pick Richmond skate. Yeah, I'm with you. And look, despite St Kilda's been outstanding, I mean, they're, they're They've, top, top four material. Richmond have lost five of their last seven against St Kilda at the G. Is that right? Jeez, this is going to be a hard game to pick. Yeah, that, I didn't know that. I would have thought Richmond at the MCG, yeah. their record would have been far superior than, say, playing at Marvel. I'm flipping Skeeter, I'm picking St Kilda, I'm going with my gut to start with. You can have Richmond. I'll take Richmond okay. and uh, I'll be barracking for them. And guess what? I have not picked them either uh, to win or to lose correctly this year. So <laughs> I'm sure that, that... Is that a fact? That's a fact. I have a draw. I got the well, does a draw count? No. So I picked them in round one. They have I've not picked them and, and I've got that tip right. So who are you picking? Richmond? I'm tipping Richmond, Perfect. so the Saints are home. Great, very good. Carlton v Gold Coast. This is a Sunday game. It's spread out again this weekend. Carlton come in as favourites for this one against Gold Coast. It's a bit of a nothing game, but it's a bit of an everything game given what's happening with Carlton. Anytime Gold Coast is involved, it actually reduces the like, who cares factor? Don't, yeah, don't you think? I don't know. It's, well, they're irrelevant, mate. Well, They've no, been irrelevant. They've never made they're, finals. They're start, yeah, but they're starting to I win some matches. No, you're a Gold Coast man. No, no, but I've, I've, hang on. They beat the Bulldogs up, up in up in Darwin. They beat do. Adelaide up in Darwin, albeit. I'll play that. They're, they're two sides that are probably going to play finals. Might so. as well have been playing in like a like a sauna, some sort of well, sort of heated sauna. You spent some time with those across the journey? So. A couple just with a little <laughs> pina colada waiting at the front for me as I got out and tried to lose three or four kilos. All I lost was a lot of water and felt dizzy. <laughs> they're no <laughs> good saunas. But that's pretty much what playing in Darwin's yeah, like. Yeah, fair enough. But I'm talking about the Gold Coast. And Stuart Jew. I think they're playing a lot better footy. You know, I'm, I'm buoyant about them finishing off the year for once pretty well. I don't think they can play finals. Why not? If they finish well, then they yeah. should play finals. I just, they find a way. Yeah, they're they irrelevant. Find, yeah. They find a way to, to trip themselves up. But their form recently has been better. And I trust them more than I trust the Carlton, which well, is saying Carlton something. a favourite for this game. No, nah, I'm not going near them. Really? No, nah, I, I can't. I just cannot. After burning me time and time again, I'm not tipping. And if they win, kudos to them. But uh, you they, know, haven't, they haven't scored over 60 in their last five. They've mate, lost six in a row. They've kicked six the last two. I think it's 28. They've, they just haven't been able to kick over eight goals in the last five weeks. That might change against the Suns, but I'm, I'm not prepared to to head with Carlton again. They keep saying that the vibe's good, the bonding and the, the camaraderie's terrific around the club, but um, Vossi, oh, they're just unable to convert what's a pretty decent list into any any results. Harry Mackay's hundredth game is he going to have a big one? Uh, who'd know? No, seriously, who'd know? Yeah, he's he's not. I mean, Charlie Curnow was inaccurate last week. They 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 had the match on toast, or they had the match at their taking against Essendon in the second quarter and they dominated they you know they finished with 6.15 so are yeah, you they're... picking Goldie? I'm picking the Gold Coast I really don't think I can but I almost can't pick Carlton I can't either. pick Carlton they, they've just killed me all year I'll pick him I'll pick Carlton 
Uh, I don't know why. Because I've picked Gold I Coast. Feel so, I feel sorry for him or something. I think maybe... No, but Gold Coast is a good story anyway. But you're right, and someone said this in the media. If Carlton gets robbed by, robbed by the Gold Coast, I know Voss has been assured his position. You but, can't just keep sacking coaches, though, Skeeter. No, no, I, I agree that. But 15 days before Mick Malthouse was sacked at Carlton, um, the Goudichet, the... Uh, I think it's the Goudichet. <laughs> yeah, he came out. That, he came out and said, Mick Malthouse is co- contracted. He's the coach. He, 15 gone. days gone. So having whatever oh, whatever is said by Cookie and, and what a complete no. Nah, so I'll I'll back Brian Cook to have some no, faith. No, no, I agree. I think Voss, Voss will stay. But tell you what, the Bunsen burner will go up a bit if they get beaten by the Suns. Gosh, maybe she could. Yeah, anyway, nah. North Melbourne, Western Bulldogs oh. Sunday. You talk about care factors. <laughs> <laughs> You're, are you calling this game? No, you're going to be in the Gold oh, Coast. Uh, not. I'll the tell you what, you, you probably feel it in actually. No, I'm talking? not actually. I'm doing waffle. Okay. Um, look. Western Bulldogs are a bit of a disappointment over the last three weeks. They've lost three in a row. I thought they were the real deal. Yeah. I actually thought they were really headed for a top four finish. Now they're going to be bottom end of the eight. You, do you think they can play finals still? I think so. There's enough quality there, isn't there? I mean, we've seen them play some against the Dockers. They were outstanding. We've seen them really yes. at their best with the midfield. I know you love Libba, uh, the Bont, McRae. The forwards were starting to click. Yeah, I don't know where. I haven't seen enough of them to be honest. Those two games, well, the game up in the, up in the up in Darwin, I haven't seen them against Geelong either. But what's happened? What's gone wrong with them? I'm I'm not sure. I mean, it'll be a head-to-head midfield battle here. I've been really impressed with North Melbourne's young midfield. I'll, I'll give them that. LDU Simkin, they'll both come back in. So you, Simkin was missing. You talk about that um, midfield. LDU Simkin, Wardlaw's going to be a gun. Wardlaw is a gun, and he's going to be a star. Uh, they've got old mate, Sheasel. I know he doesn't go through the midfield too much. They've got... And they've got Nick Larkey up forward. Scott. He's been playing some really good footy, yeah. son of Robert Scott. Yes. Uh, and Nick Larkey, gun. They've got some They've got some keys to play with, right? I don't know if they can open it all up, but I'm going to pick the Western Bulldogs, not picking North. Yeah, the Bulldogs win that on Sunday afternoon. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, Shuttle Footy Cast. Skeeter, thanks. Uh, time for a little bit of feedback from oh, our good. I love feedback. listeners <laughs> and our, uh, our audience, Skeeter. Um, Is any good feedback around the town? Just thought it's worth, Scoey. Just, right. uh, no, it's, it's you know, really interested. The Shelter Footy Cast has, has got some traction out there, particularly amongst blokes half my age. <laughs> Very good. I like that, Skeeter. Uh, now, let's look at these. Now, this one's come in from Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Hi, Will. A lot has been... No, Skeeter. Hi, Will. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you do front the whole program, I know that. Uh, a lot of a lot's been said about West Coast and their fitness injuries, and I have a possible solution: Pilates. Pilates is great for the body and mind, strength and conditioning. I'm not sure if West Coast has Pilates instructors at the club. If they do, get a new one. If they don't, maybe you could use your limited influence with Simo and suggest they look at a Pilates workout for the players. I've, now, got, I've got an example. Is there a lady called Alex Schofield who does some pretty handy Pilates? Say, if there was only there was a Pilates <laughs> studio within walking distance of the football club, Lathlane Place, Studio Equilibre. Do a great job in there. And I did, and as much as that's my wife's business, right? And, you know. Nepotism. Like having, Nepotism, we love it. We like having a bit of a laugh. In 2018, we had a players-only class with Alex teaching it. There was eight of us in it. For a good patch of 2018, I've never felt stronger that year. Um, I can't remember there being a lot of injuries. I mean, we saw a couple late outs with Andrew Gaff, Brad Shepard. He wasn't doing Pilates. And Nick Nananui, he wasn't in the class either. 
I think there's something in it from Lisa. Maybe maybe get a bit of strength and conditioning into the boys outside of the footy club and look, just down serious, the road. I think Fremantle doctors, few of the boys do it. How how regularly do you think Pilates is used by footballers in the AFL? In all- I think it should be more. And now I'm a little biased. biased. Um, but what it provides, Pilates, it, it is a mind thing, but it's a strength thing. It gives core you, strength? Yeah, ball? core strength. Look, I'm not the expert here, Skate, but like when I was playing, it gave me real strength about my hammies, my glutes, my back, like all really important aspects of what you're doing as a football player. So, look, again, I maybe after Travis Kelsey me here, but <laughs> maybe get down to studio equilibrium, boys. Just quickly, yeah. could I lose a couple of kegs off the, the, the beer gut? Is that, does it hold I'll, that or not? I'll give you that one. Stop drinking piss so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Scully, for that scientific expert opinion. How does the VFL manage skate? Hi, oh, gents. This week, Scully mentioned that the West Coast Waffle side were possibly going to forfeit the game on the weekend due to a lack of fit players. They were very close to that skate. Mm, yep, they, they did ask the question. I'd like to know how Victorian teams manage this, as I'm sure... There is never a chance that their VFL sides would forfeit. Is there anything the West Coast Eagles can do uh, to fix this part for, apart from moving away from the standalone team? And that is from Michelle. Yeah, well... Mama Richo, actually. Uh, well, I, I guess the end of the day, clubs that have AFL links in, in Melbourne, they haven't been through. This is... Has there been a club in recent times you can remember had as many... Uh, players on the injury list as West Coast so maybe they haven't been confronted with a similar situation I guess at the end of the day the key is to try and find out from a, a West Coast Eagles perspective from a Waffle perspective um, and also from, from their AFL team in West Coast is how, how do you get some either more concessions or, or get um, personnel available more easily under trying but is this a one-off surely this can't get this you cannot replicate this Two or three years in a row with, with the injuries they've had the last two years. Yeah, but how, how do you solve it? Uh, that, that's one of the issues for for the for Waffle in that sense. But also, yeah, I think it goes back to you know whether the West Coast Eagles uh, strength and conditioning guys, what research has been done, where they're going to try and alleviate some of these issues, which uh, by by all accounts, many of them are like collision injuries or injuries that would they have been solved with a better better fitness? I don't know. I'll, if you didn't maintain the standalone team. Um, I think there has to be a fair bit of change in, in, the, in the zoning, the availability of players to be added to that list, to recruitment, to West Coast putting together probably a, a you know a standalone team to, to, to cater for that side. It's, it's a little bit ad hoc in there at the moment. There, there's a fair bit of work that needs to be done there and I, I expect to see a fair bit of change across all levels of that football club. Once again, it's a buy. I don't know if I can speak about no, West Coast. We, we, I need a break, to we, we actually want the Eagles to to come good and, yeah I mean it's just been morbid it's been tough and and no one feels it more and I'll say this the Eagles are copping it left right and centre no one feels it more as you would know Scoey than yes. the players and those who work at the club because you know they bleed for their, their footy club that is right Skater um, that's us pretty much done and dusted for the week Skate looking forward to Thursday night I'll be on the Gold oh, Coast oh the up to Burley and that beautiful pavilion up there I'll be sitting here Watching the ashes, watching the footy, working, waking up with a slight hangover and then going to work again. See you on the cast. Find us wherever you listen to a podcast. You're already listening. So there you go. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 